In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Be seated. Today we observe the Feast of All Saints. Throughout history, the Church has honored those whose lives of faith stand as an example to us. Seeing those who have gone before, we are encouraged in our own journey. To know that all those sinners in the Bible are saved by grace through faith in Jesus gives us immense comfort in our own trials. So we celebrate the saints. We rejoice to hear their stories. We are glad to honor them. Not because they are worthy of honor in and of themselves, but because they point us to Jesus. In fact, everyone who points us to Jesus rightly receives honor for that noble task. It is a faithful, pious tradition to remember the saints. Usually we think of those fathers and mothers in the faith who were examples to us. Maybe it was the way that they prayed or their wholehearted commitment to the Lord's word. Their desire to be with Jesus and our Lord's gifts in the divine service or the simple way the scriptures formed the basis of their everyday conversations. And so we do, as the writer to the Hebrews preaches, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Some saints, like the apostles or the mother of our Lord, are so honored with their own feast day. And even if we assigned a day to every saint, it wouldn't take long to run out of days. After all, there are far more than 365, or I suppose 366 in a leap year, saints whom we ought to honor and imitate. So it doesn't take long to see the value and the need for a day like all saints, a day to honor all those Jesus has made holy by his blood. So it is that we sang our thanks to Jesus for all the saints who have preceded us in death. For all the saints who have gone before us, thanks be to God. May we persevere in the footsteps of their faith that we join their blessed company. Yet today, with longing and sorrow, we remember those we love, those from whom we are separated, our grandparents and family, perhaps our children, family and friends and neighbors. With hope and joyful expectation, we look forward to that new day when we will fellowship with them for all eternity, in the glory of the face of God and in the company of all the angels. They testified of Jesus before a world hostile to the gospel, and they are now at rest. In the face of persecution, they stood their ground and refused to offer a pinch of incense to the God of this world, for they did not stand on their own. Jesus fought for them. He is their mighty fortress, their trusty shield and weapon. He was with them 
on the battlefield. Though the devil hordes have filled the earth, though they were eager to devour those saints, they do not tremble. They fear no ill. For Jesus, the Lord of hosts, is their captain in the well-fought fight. And he has delivered them safely to his kingdom. Jesus himself has suffered for them. He has killed their sins to death, and he has led them through the darkness into the light of heaven, where the Lamb is their light. But what about us? What about today? What about my professor who doesn't seem to like me? Or my boss who seems unfair? What about a culture that is hell-bent on denying the reality of the simple truth that God made them male and female? And the way we are taught to speak falsely of the self-apparent truths that God put into the world? What about the terminal diagnosis or the family member who doesn't care about me? What about the day-to-day monotony that seems to get better of me? What about death? What about life? What about suffering? Dear Christian, lift up your head. Your Lord is drawing nigh. He has saved all those who came before you. And he will also preserve you through all your trials. He has given you words to pray. And he promises to hear you. In fact, we need a day like all saints. We need to hear the blessings that Jesus pronounces in our gospel text because our lives don't often appear very blessed. Our hymn summarizes our life in this world with this simple observation. We feebly struggle. They in glory shine. Our lives are filled with suffering and heartache and dread, pain and sorrow and agony are the orders of the day. But look to heaven. See what Jesus has accomplished for all those who came before you. Though you cannot see it now, know that you are blessed. Here are the blessings proclaimed in today's gospel text. And we should probably point out that Jesus isn't giving us nine different ways to get blessed. He's describing aspects of the one faith. Just like with the fruits of the Spirit, Jesus does not give out his Spirit piecemeal, as though one person might receive love and joy, and another gets kindness and faithfulness, and a third gets only gentleness. That's how it is here. All these blessings that Jesus speaks are the blessings of faith. The Beatitudes that Jesus spoke on that mountain in Galilee to to those gathered around him. He spoke also to you. And he spoke them for you. For in Jesus, you also are blessed. Even though we go about our lives and we may not think about ourselves as blessed, we want to undo the sin that we have done, unsay our careless words, unthink our covetous and lustful thoughts. We want to turn back the clock and get a second chance. And yet time marches on. 
even when I have the opportunity once each year to literally turn back time for an hour. I generally don't use that hour to serve my neighbor. Maybe I use it to sleep a little more or see it as a time to get something else done. Or perhaps I just see the changing time as an inconvenience. But however we might see an extra hour on the clock, having an opportunity to undo our faults would never undo our sin. The unkind thoughts still stream in. The angry words still pour forth. And even when those thoughts don't seem to be there, I know my heart. I know the evil that resides there. And my heart doesn't look like the heart of a saint. But Jesus does something entirely different from giving you a second chance at being holy. In Jesus, God became man. And he came to take the sin of all sinners that he might make them righteous. So all your sins do not count against you, for they were counted against him. They condemned him to death. In our Lord's own flesh, he already carried all your trials and temptations, your sufferings and ailments, your torments and hardships, your dreams and lusts, regrets and heartache and misery. He suffered, died, was buried, and rose again. And for that, for what Jesus has done, you get blessed. You are counted in that number. Even now we approach the end of the church year. Though in reality only a few weeks away, it can sort of seem a long way off. All Saints is sort of a waypoint on our journey encouraging us to see it through. Stay with Jesus, and all will be well. Jesus will save you, and he will get you to the end. Consider what happens in St. John's Revelation. Over and over, John sees the troubles and trials of the earth and the birth pains of the end. War and pestilence, famine and bloodshed, disaster on every side, The forces of evil seem to be winning. But then the scene changes. Suddenly John is back in heaven again. All is well. Jesus is on the throne. There is peace. And all will soon be set right. So yes, there are struggles and trials in this life. But in Jesus they are transformed. Jesus is working to bring you to himself. Some of you might know the exhaustion of running a physical race. Early on, it might not be so hard to run. You're full of energy and ready to face the road ahead. You're confident, and you've just gotten the send-off from your family and friends. But then, not too far down the road, it gets hard. The faster runners have left you behind, and you're soon nearly alone. You might start to notice the incline. Your feet get heavy. You don't see your loved ones for hours. You're hungry and thirsty and tired, and you want to give up. 
You pray as the psalmist. My strength is dried up. My tongue sticks to my jaws. How long, O Lord? How long? But when you round that final corner and you realize it's not just your family there to greet you, but all those who have died before you shout out their encouragement. Be strong and courageous, shouts Joshua. And you hear Isaiah's preaching of comfort, comfort. And from David, the Lord is my shepherd, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God is faithful in all your temptations, says Paul. And St. John calls out to you, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And all those around you erupt with the sound of your own confession. I believe in one God. Suddenly, your feet become lighter. Your legs have a new energy, and you are spurred on toward the end. For you see today that you are not alone, because no one who believes in Jesus dies. Let's be careful not to miss that. No one who believes in Jesus dies. For when St. John sees the number of all those who are redeemed, he sees all those who are alive. And when the fight is fierce, the warfare long, steals on the ear the distant triumph song, and hearts are brave again, and arms are strong. That's what we sing today. We sing the very songs of heaven. For in this place, heaven comes down to earth. Here you are given a glimpse of heaven. Here you stand in a foreign embassy, as it were, where Jesus comes to you. So come and receive the food for those running the race, a very foretaste of heaven itself. Receive the risen body and blood of Jesus, which satisfies. You will find rest here. Here is the very blood of the Lamb, for he pours his blood down your throat to cleanse your heart. Sing with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven. Listen, can you hear the distant triumph song playing? The saints triumphant rise in bright array, for Jesus himself is among them. The saints rise for the procession. Hear the distant Hosanna. The blessed is he, the holy, holy, holy of the seraphim. And join your voice to theirs. Sing with heaven. Sing with all the saints in glory. All the forces of darkness have already done their worst. And they could not overcome Jesus. So neither will they overcome you. And your heart will be brave. Your arms will be strong again. For his name is upon you in holy baptism. His body and blood are given to you. Fresh from the grave, your victorious captain calls the hungry and the weary. He calls you. So it was with the saints before us in Jesus. So it is with us. The kingdom ours remaineth. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.